This is day 19 from our uh, devotional series, Creation, Rebellion, Salvation, and Consummation. Uh, story uh, from beginning until the end. We began speaking about the uh, reality and the experience of the assurance of our, our salvation. So I want to take a couple of days before we actually get into this thing I call the birthmarks of the believer from 1 John. I want to look at two passages from the book of Romans. And so if you have your Bible, if you want to open it to chapter 5 of the book of Romans, we're going to read the first five verses there. And think for just a minute about what threatens our assurance, what, what threatens our certainty, uh, the experience of the knowledge uh, of our salvation in such a way that it gives us a, a pervasive and overwhelming, transcendent type of joy. And so let's, let's read what Paul wrote for us here. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, again, there's, there's that formula again, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Now this all sounds really great. This, this uh, uh, great confession, this great announcement that because of our faith, uh, because in the work of Christ, that we have peace with God. That we should experience not only uh, peace with God, but we should experience the peace of God. But I would say that it is not an unusual circumstance in the life of the believer to have peace with God, but yet not experience the peace of God. And many times it's a misunderstanding that sometimes this type of assurance takes many seasons of life to fully cultivate in our life. Now, that's not saying that. Uh, some people are converted and, and seemingly they never really have a doubt about the reality of their conversion experience and they, they see the workings of, of God in their lives and, and they move uh, through life. But for many of us, I include myself in the us, we go through uh, long periods of, of doubting whether or not uh, what we think of as being converted, our conversion experience, uh, was it genuine? Uh, and so there are a lot of things... Uh, that, that threaten us. And, and one of them here, and, and, and Paul really touches on it, is the reality that the believer experiences difficult providences in their life. Uh, in a fallen world, there are going to be seasons of, of difficulty. It would be the rare Christian uh, that uh, can go through this life and not suffer uh, the challenges of life in a fallen world. Uh, we are going to uh, lose loved ones to sickness and death. We're going to experience the realities of sickness in our own life. We're, we're, we're moving uh, in, in a, a way that's unstoppable toward the reality of our own death. Uh, we struggle 
in uh, terms of relationships with uh, those that we love and, and those just that we have to interact with in terms of the workplace and the, and the community. And uh, we, we struggle uh, because of, again, the fallenness of our world to, to make provision for ourselves and our family. And so life in a fallen world, I believe by definition, I'm not saying it can't be good, it can be, and it can be very good. But it can also be, and it's not unusual for life to be difficult. And so sometimes these difficult providences uh, really shake us because we have the expectation, well, listen, I became a Christian. All these things ought to be improved. But the salvation does not promise deliverance from the realities of life in a fallen world. It doesn't promise that your, you or your loved one would be healed from diseases. It really does not promise you that your relationships, whether they're relationships with uh, your children, your extended family, uh, your, your spouse, it doesn't promise that, that those things will be perfectly uh, resolved. They may remain difficult. It does, certainly doesn't promise that there will be an abundance of material provision in your future. And so... Uh, thinking that, that salvation is for the purpose of improving this life in the here and now in, in that kind of tangible, material, temporal way uh, is setting yourself up uh, for doubt. But other things that, that cause us uh, to doubt is just the reality of ongoing sin in our life. And, and many times that's from a lack of maturity. Uh, maybe it's a lack of instruction about how to deal with uh, sin, uh, how, to, how to be involved in, in, a, in, in spiritual warfare. Uh, Satan, uh, one of his uh, titles is the accuser of the brethren. In fact, that's what Satan means. And so uh, uh, he constantly seems to have the uh, methodology of creating anxiety and doubt in the life of uh, the believer. Uh, spiritual laziness. If you are not taking advantage of what I would call the biblical and traditional means of grace. And I'll just kind of zero in on three that I think are, are central and probably uh, allow the other means to, uh, to, uh, to be utilized. But if you're not studying the Word and, and hearing the Word, being taught the Word, uh, if you're not uh, devoted to, to personal prayer, and if you're not gathering corporately for the purpose of worshiping God, then I will not be surprised if your spiritual growth is stunted and your assurance of salvation, this experience of, of joyful certainty, is uh, thwarted in your life. And of course, there's just flat out uh, doubts that come because of poor doctrine, unsound theology, the idea maybe that, that uh, uh, salvation can be gained and lost and all of these uh, types of, of things that flow out of a bad understanding. Of, of the scriptures. And so uh, our assurance and the joy that's associated, the natural byproduct of that assurance, uh, can certainly uh, be, be lost. It can be lost by our own immaturity, our own lack of, of effort in, in terms of the things God's, God gives us uh, to grow and nurture His grace uh, within our heart and mind. And so I hope this helps you. I hope that... Uh, uh, that you can experience the great joy of salvation, the great certainty that uh, you have peace with God. And again, through that, you will know the peace of God. I pray that God blesses your day, and I look forward to seeing you uh, here tomorrow.